from Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. And you're back in the last place on earth where men can still be men. I, of course, am talking about the fist bumping, heart pumping, cock sucking, motherfucking sports group. I am your host, Mike Coscarelli in New York City, joined as always in Chicago, Illinois. It's Matt Lajeski. Hi, Matt. Oh, yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. I'm sorry. I was. I'm so deep. In, I'm so deep in these player prop bets. I feel like I'm drowning in quicksand right now. I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was in this Zoom. To be honest with you, Where's you're looking mic? sweaty over there too, Matt. Here's yeah. I'm I'm sweating. I'm nervous. I'm jittery. I gotta get. Oh my god. Here I am. Here's the mic. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah. You great. sound great. Uh, and obviously in San Diego, California, that other voice you hear is Adam Foster. Hello, Adam. Hello, hello. All right, boys. Today's the day. We have uh, only a couple days left until football season. That's very exciting. Um, I'm curious to know what you guys have been doing in the onset here. Actually, wait. Before we get to football, I think we need a little uh, RIP for the season, uh, the baseball season. Um, a Adam, eulogy. I've heard you've prepared a eulogy. Uh, I mean, not as much as of a eulogy, but I just want to talk about the Yankees for a second, even though they're a complete lost cause this year and everyone knows that. Yeah, because I'm starting to see some things on social media where people are already they're already building hype for next year. Like they're doing like, oh, <laughs> uh, look what this is what the lineup's looking to be like next year. And, they, you know, because Jason Dominguez had like one home run and yeah. now every, he's obviously going to be the next, you know, big star is right. what everyone like. Everyone thinks that this team the same as it is this year is going to go into next year and just completely turn it around somehow. And it's sad because you're starting to feel like Yankee fans are turning into, into those like really sad delusional fans that like you, you feel bad for. Um, and then that's, that's what got me thinking like what does make a delusional fan um, just in case you're out there and you don't know. So here's top, here's five signs that you are a delusional sports fan. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Adam, uh, Prince, number one, <laughs> number one, you have an entire room dedicated to that team. They haven't <laughs> won more than one championship in your lifetime. <laughs> we all know these people. And you thought it was cool as a kid where you would go to their basement and be like, oh my God, you've got a whole room full of, you know, Buckeye Mets stuff. memorabilia, Buckeye yeah. shit. And it's like, when you get older, you start to go, oh, my God, you have a whole room full of <laughs> guy <Buckeye> shit. <laughs> this is my Milwaukee Brewer man cave. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. Uh, number two, you've gone into the season most seasons thinking your team will win it all, despite the fact they've made no significant improvements or change in personnel. Number yeah. three, you, you have a bumper sticker of the team on your car. <laughs> and then in parentheses, I just said bumper stickers are a real no-no in general. <laughs> yes, they are. Because <laughs> there is a process that goes like, you got to think about getting the bumper sticker 
decide that it's a good idea, get in your car, drive to the store, pick out the bumper sticker, pay for it. Yeah. And then you got to take the time to put it on your car. And mostly you want to put it on like very neatly so it doesn't look sloppy. Yeah. And then that whole time you never go, wait, this is a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. Yeah. The guy at the store should when, when the money is coming out of your wallet should be asking you, are you sure you want to do this? Right. <laughs> you realize what people are going to think of you with a bumper sticker on your car, don't you? Yeah. Um, what oh, is the worst one. bumper sticker, though? Real quick. Is it the the shitty team bumper sticker or the coexist bumper sticker? Which one? I'll do tell you, you the worst. I'll tell you more? the worst bumper sticker in existence um, outside of sports. It's the proud. I'm a proud pug mom. Like the, you're <laughs> proud of like the dog that you own and the breed of it. Like people are like going to thank you on the street. You know, like you're some kind of a uh, what, like one of the hospital workers during COVID because you're a pug mom. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Real quick. Number four, you know statistics of non-star players and your team never wins anything. And then number five, and I actually saw this in a Dick Sporting Goods the other day about the Padres. You get into heated discussions with cashiers and other on-duty workers about your team. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so much more sad when you say that it's about the Padres. They're also <laughs> another one where like they really, you know, they're, this delusion is going to be riding for a few years here, I think, in San Diego. I agree with you, for sure, until that owner kicks it finally. It's weird, right. too, because in San Diego, there's so many better things to do other than <laughs> root for the Padres. Yeah. Yeah. Like you used to be able to root for the Chargers. Not anymore. Yeah. People were upset about that. Yeah. I really? Mean, but the Chargers moving? Yeah, dude. The first week I moved here, there was a guy drunk in the bar. It was NFL Sunday. They were showing all the games on TV, and that guy, like we talked about the the chart or uh, yeah, the Chargers moving, and he's like, "They ruin Sundays. They ruin Sundays." <laughs> he's really pissed. He th the Chargers moving ruin Sundays or playing because he used to tailgate Sundays. all the games. He used to tailgate all the games with his family and uh, you know other stuff, I guess. So. Now that he has nothing to do on Sunday. That's a sad life, man. I mean, I doing that once every three years is cool. Yeah. You know? Yes. But every week or every other week, season like a season ticket tailgater is a fucking weird life. Dude, also football, That's another sign you're a delusional fan. Yeah. <laughs> Having season tickets or, or tailgating? Having season tickets and your team is not good. Well, yeah, maybe I guess unless I it's like the Lakers. Yeah, or that's what I was going to say. Yankees the Knicks. or yeah. the Knicks. I mean, yeah, unless it's like a historic franchise that is a, is a a good brand, dude. If you're in a big city and you have like Knicks season tickets are expensive and coveted, and the right. Knicks have been good like five times in my life, you know. Yeah, and I would I I even thought this year about potentially like trying to get some. Where I was like, mm -hmm. should I do it? They might be pretty good this year. Might be something nice to do in the winter when there's nothing else going on. Get two tickets. You can sell some. But I agree. If I was if I was like a, uh, you know, Cincinnati Reds fan or something and I had season tickets, I don't know. And you go to all the games dressed in Cincinnati Reds shit. Like, yeah. Paint my face. But on the I mean, flip Spike side, Lee, he's almost a he's kind of a delusional Knicks fan. Well, we all know Spike Lee knows nothing about sports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's hanging out. He's rich and, you know, he's got that's the thing about New York. It gets cold and you're it's you know, you're not walking around the city as much doing stuff. You want to go right directly right. to a place. It's a good indoor well go. activity. Right. Right. Especially if you're rich and you can be on TV yelling right. at people.
Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you go to pretending the game, you're the coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, any next game I've been to, Spike is like introduced. They like show him on the jumbotron. Like, who wouldn't want that? You know, it it's cool. I also think though, if you are that type of fan, like you're a a courtside, you know, ticket holder, and you yell at players, I do think the players should be able to physically harm you. <laughs> if you do that more Hot than take. once in a game, the players should be able to just hit you. Yeah, yeah, you're making. Yeah, I mean, as long as, as I think as long as it's known that that's allowed to happen, yeah, and then you right. make the decision to still yell. Then it's all okay. That's all we have to do. Like player, just have a sign at the front that says players reserve the right to hit you if you say shit. Right? Yeah, because I tell you and that then, where boom. that never happens is at a UFC event. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever like, Khabib, you fucking suck. Right. Hilarious. All right. We got a lot to get to today. And so much. We also have our fantasy draft coming up in a mere one hour from now. So we got to keep it moving, boys. Adam, My Adam's God. got he's cooking pho in his kitchen. So he's got to attend to that pho. Is that how you but it's it? very exciting. It's very exciting. Got people coming over and I'm uh, making some pho with some some really nice filet mignon in there. So, wow. Adam, yeah. really, really leaning into being an elitist. Oh, yeah. This close to being a season ticket holder. Yeah, very close. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's what's coming up on today's show. Um, now that we've we've uh, figured out what a, a desperate, pathetic fan is, um, we are going to do some player props, some team props. This is the prop bet extravaganza and the finale of the three week long uh, NFL preview. Um, we also have the return of suck, fuck or block. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to get into the details of that in a little bit. But before we start all of that off, before we just hop into football here and close this thing out. Uh, and things start getting exciting over the next few weeks because football is back. What have you guys been doing to get yourself ramped up and excited for the football season? I have been eating incredibly healthy, Mike. I'm on I'm nice. smoothies every day, a lot of granola, probiotics. I've been getting myself ready, getting my stomach ready because I know when Sunday rolls around, it's slop time, oh, right? Yeah. A sports group tradition. The Sunday Gotta slop. Right up. Gotta slop you know, it up. And I mean, Chicago is maybe the best junk slop city. city I've ever seen. Yeah. I have not seen a place that is this proud of this much of an assortment sh- of bullshit food. <laughs> they should re-nickname it. They should re-nickname it to the sloppy city. Yeah, the second city, it's more like the slop city, for sure. And you can see it not just on the menus, but in people's attire and their physiques as well. Right. It is a city of slop. So I've been trying to uh, steal (laughs) steal my stomach to get ready because, I mean, listen, I live here now, so I'm going to partake in the culture. Well, right. You have to. Yeah. I mean, you have to get... Six pound hot dogs stuffed with uh, 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 Polish uh, uh, stuff with a Polish sausage and, and cheddar cheese. Yeah. A hot dog inside of a hot dog inside of a fucking sl- Cheeto. It's like, yeah. Sprinkled with Cheeto dust on top. It's yeah. it's brutal. But it's, it. it's 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 delicious in its own disgusting way. Yeah. Adam, what do you got? I uh, 
for me, it's just all about the mental preparation. Uh, just getting ready to be a true piece of shit. It does take <laughs> some time to get into that state because you're, <clears throat> especially the first couple Sundays, you're on the couch, computers open because you got your fantasy team playing and whatever system you're using to see as much action relevant to your fantasy team at one time is on the TV. Right. Um, so mentally prepare. And then you're obviously just wasting away probably in the clothes that you fell asleep in the night before, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which haven't been washed in a while. That's how you've been sleeping in those clothes for several nights now. Um, uh, and then you've got, of course, some just complete slop on the way. Uh, we call that sloppy delivery. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's going to be next week. I, I, it's ranged for me. I could do pizza. I could do Indian food. Um, don't do Indian, Indian dude, food. Indian food on super on uh, football Sunday. I mean slop, <laughs> slop on the way in, slop, slop on, on the way, way out. Exactly, you're just slopping all around the house. <laughs> you're slipping and, and slopping, and <laughs> and I can't wait because this is the other thing you have to mentally prepare for is just the judgment from my girlfriend that I'm going to be getting uh, mm. for being such a piece of shit well. and. We'll see. Let's play. We could play a streak game, which is how many weeks in a row can I be a piece of shit until I feel like it's going to be a detrimental to my relationship and I can't spend all day Sunday watching football. We'll yeah. see. It's we'll like, see. what's the over under on weeks where you have to just not watch football all Sunday and take your girlfriend on a like a nice dinner, a, a nice day date with a dinner at the right. end because you just need to make amends for, you know, the first seven weeks of football season. I was going to say you make it to like week 11 and then it's just like, wow, that's when you're going to off. You'd push it all the way to double digits. Wow. I haven't had a girlfriend on football season for football season in years. So that's what you boys get for following. Lucky you, pal. Listen, we're going to live <laughs> vicariously through you all season. Because by the, week 11, Adam and I are going to be texting each other like, yeah. what, did, what did you do to get her back, bro? <laughs> hey, maybe let's let's alternate weeks taking them out so that one of us could focus on the games and tell the other one what's going on. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. I love it. Well, I have been uh, I have been playing the new Madden. So obviously I'm building a business here. We're working very hard. But in my downtime. The only down, whatever downtime I have, I've been playing the new Madden and I've been watching NFL films, top 10 lists on repeat for Mm. like two and a half weeks. It's been magnificent today. That was part of my sports group prep was to watch was to watch the uh, what's the what's the last one that I watched here? Um, I think it was top 10. Yeah. Top 10 left handed quarterbacks. (laughs) Who's Who's number number one? one? Steve Young, obviously. Okay. Michael Vick was number five. Um, mm. uh, Kenny Stabler, number two. Boomer Esiason, number three. It's been a fucking, it's been great. I got Who's say. the big lefty in the league? Who, Tua is a lefty. Yeah, yeah. Tua, Tua is a lefty. Is a lefty. Yeah. yeah. Jared Lorenzen was on this yeah. list, the hefty is lefty. Is there a correlation between left-handedness and extra concussions? Because Steve Young had a lot of concussions. <laughs> Michael Vick had a lot of concussions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now Tua's got a lot of concussions. Are you guys left-handed? I'm left-handed. Have I've you had a lot had of a concussions? Concussion. Nah, none that I know of. Okay. Although I did get hit pretty hard in the head once during uh, during practice, football practice when I was in high school. And I had double vision, but I just shook it off. I'm a, I'm a gamer. You're a real man, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Sean there's, O'Reilly. There's football the concussions. Head. 
And then there's life concussions and football concussions don't really count as much. Right. Right. Exactly. You get like six or seven of them before you have to retire. Yeah. And and then and and boys, you know, 25 years later, you retire your family with a rifle. I got this. fuck (laughs) boys. I'm going to have to attend to it in just a minute here. All right. Well, then why don't why don't you go tend to your your foe, uh, Adam and uh, Matt and I will start off our list of player props. Matt, you want to lead the way here? Yeah, so we got a bunch of categories we're rolling with, right? We're going to do player props and team props before we get into our more narrative-driven part of the show. Right. Um, player props. So I've got one that I am looking at. Um, this is more of... Mm, I'm not going to say it's a total hope. I'm not going to say it's a total wish. It is something that I would love to see happen because I'm big on this guy in fantasy and real life. And that is Mr. Trevor Lawrence Mm. to lead the league in touchdown, or excuse me, in, yeah, in passing touchdowns. That's at plus 3,000. Wow. Lead the league in passing touchdowns. Plus 3,000 is great odds. I mean, it's listen, this is a uh, if I lose, whatever, I played the lottery and my numbers didn't come up. If I win, holy shit, I just hit the mega millions. It's that kind of bet. It's like you look at the people in front of them, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Tua. Tua's not going to play the whole year. Russell Wilson might get benched. Right. I don't think Cousins throws more than Lawrence. And then we've got Dak, Herbert, Allen, Rodgers, Burrow, Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes, this is the worst receiving core the Chiefs have had since he's been there. Yep. Burrow's already injured. Rodgers, a little bit of a wild card on a new team. So, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to make a real statistical case for Lawrence here, but at plus 3,000, why not throw 100 bucks on there? Yeah. So do you have a calculator in front of you? Can you do that math? What if, what Let if me you do. Put, uh, I'll I'll bring up our proprietary sports group right. betting calculation machine here. So wow, look at that. Uh, what do you know? A hundred dollar bet on Trevor Lawrence to lead the league in touchdowns is a three thousand dollar payout. So you profit twenty nine hundred dollars. You know, it is. It's a pretty good bet. I gotta be honest, Matt. It's I mean, possible listen, he could do it. It's, he could do it, and I mean, with those type type of odds, why not take a little taste, dude? Even if you put ten dollars on it, you're not going to miss yeah. ten dollars. No, and you not might, at all. At end of year, you might, you know, to cash in three hundred bucks if you're really. You might cheap. be able to take your whole family to the cheesecake factory. That's right. You definitely could. Right. Right. One hundred percent. All right. Uh, I'll go next here. What do you got, I, Mikey? I, I have. How many do you have? Because I have four. I've got a few. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I've, I've got. I can. I can narrow it down. Okay. I got uh, my first one is uh, is an under. I have two unders, and uh, an over, and then one sort of like a milestone bet. My Ooh, first okay. under is, of course, Dak Prescott. Who I'm. This is the year. I think it all falls apart. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott under four thousand point five yards is minus 125 under 4,000 basically basically 4,000.5 gotcha so yes you're not getting plus odds for this but there is pretty much zero chance that he does this you're thinking there's zero chance Dak goes over 4,000 I I mean he's only done it one time 
Uh, yeah. He, he never stays healthy for the whole season. Um, He's only gone the, over 4,000 once in his whole career? I believe that's correct. No shit. I, I did have it open before. Um, but the Cowboys are worse. Um, and, you know, I'm never... I like Dak as a guy. I th- he seems like a really awesome, nice guy uh, who does charitable, nice things. Uh, and I would never want to advocate or hope that somebody gets hurt, but I just don't see, he never stays healthy for the whole season. I mean, I have so Dak has had some of the most, that Dak foot injury was like one of the worst things I saw on t- television. Yeah, that was rough. That was yeah. rough. When his foot was pointed the other direction of his leg. I mean, he's, he's, he's due. He's like good for one of those a year. Last year, he started the season off. Uh, he missed the first like five games of the season, didn't he? he? Got hurt in week one and then missed the the four or five games after that. Cooper Rush went on that. Run. Yeah, right. That's what. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If he if he misses two games, you can pretty much lock in the under on this. Yeah. So I know it's not plus odds, but I mean, if if you're a smart gambler, I it just I don't see how he fucking hits 4000 yards. I don't think it's going to I don't think it could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, that's on. Listen, I don't think I don't think it's a bad bet by any stretch. I like I I generally prefer unders uh, on any sort of like player totals for the most part. Yeah, because I mean, there's just so many variables, injuries, uh, not even just to the player, but other team injuries. Right. If you bet on a receiver over and the quarterback goes down, that's why I don't love Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, because if Tua goes down, yeah. everything's kind of collapses. Right. 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 So, yeah, if Dak misses two games, you can lock that in. Yeah. Agreed. All right. What do you got? So I got uh, the next one, despite what I just said, right? <laughs> made, a, made a strong case for overs. I mean, excuse me, made a strong case for unders. Uh, despite that, I'm going to go over 900.5 receiving yards for the one and only got suspended for a year for, I think, a $1,500 bet, Calvin Ridley. Mm. He, he should be rested. Yeah, he's not played a full season of football in like three years, right? The last time he played 16 games was in the year 2020. Um, He actually played 15 games that year, and he put up 1,374 receiving yards. And who was his quarterback? Matt Ryan, Mm. uh, a very old, aging Matt Ryan. And the following year, he plays with Marcus Mariota. He's got one of the most emerging stud quarterbacks who I've already made a big bet on to begin, Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence could finish the year like he's going to make a jump the way Jalen Hurts did last year, this year, I think. Big talk. So, listen, I'm betting very big on blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus Trevor Lawrence. Um, So, yeah, Ridley to go over 900 yards at minus 110. You really Not turned me. it around on Trevor Lawrence, Matt. I did. You know, I the thing was there was so much hype coming out of college. I just like I'm always I always buck the trend of that much hype. But and I mean, the haircut yeah. and yeah. the Jesus he thing. Kind, he kind of had a look about him that you're just like <laughs> ah. he just it was like such a yeah because I was looking at him more of like oh, God if if this guy came up on the street uh, to me came up to me on the street offering me a Jesus pamphlet I would scream at him 
Yeah. You know? But now I've just accepted him as he's more than that. He's not just uh, want a guy who wants to convert me to find the Lord. He is a legitimate QB1. Good wow. for him. Yeah. Some really, some really kind words from Matt Lejeski about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, if you're out there, call in. <laughs> we hope to convert uh, him to be a friend of the show. That's right. Oh, yes. All right. Friend, of the, sh- friend of the Lord, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, throw, throw me a prop bet here, Adam. Uh, okay. Player props. I, I just did like kind of the more popular ones, but most rushing yards. I think Josh Jacobs is going to repeat. Ooh. Yeah. What are the odds there? Uh, I don't know. I just picked most rushing yards. I don't right. know that there was Very a list good. of of props. All right, so let's see here. Rush yards. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it real quick. <laughs> it's because Adam's what in is the kitchen with Josh- the flow. All right, so Josh Dude, Jacobs does, he does, have one, he does have one of the higher totals. Derrick Henry, of course, with the highest total of 1150.5 because <laughs> he just doesn't catch passes like that. Yeah. But yeah, Jacobs' total is 1049.5. So Adam, would you go over or under? 1049.5. I think he'll get 1100. Yeah, 11. So that's that's a plus uh plus 100 even money bet. So Adam's going over on Josh Jacobs. When Adam any any particular rationale here? I think he's still ascending and getting better. Like I feel like last year he's proven himself as one of the top running backs and this year he's going to solidify himself as the top running back. I don't think that the offensive line has gotten worse in Oakland. So I think he's going to be at least just as good as last year, if not better. So are you taking him tonight with the sixth overall pick that you have? Mm, I think <laughs> I have the seventh overall pick. Even worse. Are you taking him tonight with the seventh overall pick? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, if someone, if someone takes... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It depends who's there. I know. I don't want to give away. God, my it's secrets. so Fuck hard you to guys. prepare when you're in so many. I know. I'm, I've been trying to gather intel from everybody. Um, all right, Mikey, you got another player prop for us? Oh, I sure do. I have a couple more. Uh, my what about player slot? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, another under coming at you. Daniel Jones under 17 and a half touchdowns. That's plus mm. 100. Under 17 and a half total it's touchdown passes not touchdowns touchdown passes yeah, got you because touchdowns in total he'll get that but not pass what did he throw last year 15 i believe that's correct yeah yeah i don't believe he's ever i don't thrown... think he's getting more than 17 no i don't think he's oh, ever thrown more than than 15 in his career yeah i think yeah i mean last year was last year was the year that got him 40 million and right. uh yeah he threw 15 touchdowns so right the only thing is he's got darren waller now he's the best receiver he's he's ever thrown to so yeah but that's, i don't i don't that doesn't really matter to, i mean this is the thing man last year the giants sort of uh i think the giants they were good but i think that they despite being well coached i think they kind of snuck past a lot of teams um I don't think there's a. I mean, I think the Giants probably take a little bit of a step ahead because I think the Cowboys are a tiny bit worse. Mm. Um, but I, I think people are going to be game planning for Daniel Jones now as opposed to last year where they were just like, this guy sucks. Right. You know? Yeah. He did catch people by surprise by being serviceably good. Right. Right. 
So, so and does that mean that he's he's he is a serviceably good quarterback just because he had one solid season? I think people are are a little too sold on Daniel Jones right now. I think the contract was like. I, I mean, if I as a Giants, if I was a Giants fan, I would not be excited about that contract. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah, I, I don't love it, but, it, you know, it's the uh, the Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott model where it's like you're getting paid because there's no alternative. Right. That's 100 you know? percent what it is. Yeah. I wish I had that situation in, in life and in any part of my life. You know, what like I could for- just hmm. de- demand more of something from someone because I'm I'm the bet. Like, I, I wish since I, I'm, I, I'm my parents' only son, so I wish I could just demand them, some, demand something of them, because they don't have another. Like I'll threaten to just stop talking to them. Yeah, if they don't, uh, you don't unfollow know. them on Twitter and you start yeah. having conversations how much, with unfollow- the Raiders. Matt, how much better would your life be if that was the case? Uh, it wouldn't be good. I, I love both oh. my parents. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, what's your next one? Oh, man. So we've got most regular season passing touchdowns. All right. And this is another long shot bet. But again, if you like to play the lottery, why not make this bet? Right. And we're going to go with none other than the newest franchise quarterback in the NFL. Big cock. Rock <laughs> to lead the NFL in touchdowns at plus 4,000. Now, do I think this is going to happen? No, I don't. Do I think there's more than a 3% chance of this happening? No, I don't. <laughs> but what I just love to say, I made $4,000 off of Big Cock Brock when the season is over. Yes, I would. Yeah, so that's why I'm betting $100 on Brock Purdy to lead the league in touchdown passes at plus 4,000. I love it. Uh, Adam, you got one? I do, but I don't have the odds. Mm. Just, just tell me, me what let it me look is. These I'll up. find it. Let me look these up real quick. Oh, right, okay. I, I have another I got one most while, res- while, Adam, while Adam looks. I got it. I got it. Okay, go ahead. Most receiving yards, I got A.J. Brown. I think that's mm. that's pretty good. I mean, okay, you got Jefferson. I feel like it's just it's going to be one or the one of them too. I think AJ Brown's going to have a better year this year than last year. I don't see how he doesn't. That's uh, I mean, and you got you got uh you know listen, that's another sizable profit there. If AJ Brown does lead the league, Adam, a one hundred dollar bet is going to net you twenty four hundred dollars in winnings. Wow, pretty good. Five hundred. Pretty good. Not not a bad, you know, you, you take a couple risks and yeah, you maybe could lose it all, but chances are you're probably going to win one of these. You're probably going to retire after the season's over right. if you stick with us here. I mean, it, listen, I guess we this is the time of the show we should say we're not financial advisors or whatever that you're allegedly obligated to say. Don't say that. Um, all right. You know what? On second thought, Dude, I know someone, what I'm doing. Imagine someone gets on this, starts listening to this podcast, thinking that we're financial advisors. We are listed in the financial category, right? On Spotify? Uh, yeah, uh, among other categories, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, the other thing is too, and, and again, I, this is not necessarily uh, how you should live your life, 
But if you make maybe 10 of these wild bets we're talking about here and one of them, you may, you know, you only need to win one out of 10. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. My next one. Uh, the, oh, this is the last one I'll do so we can get everything in. Uh, I have this is a fun one and it's an over. I have Adam Thielen over 550.5 receiving yards. Okay. Wow. Plus one run on a comeback. He's he's almost there is only, I think, one season where he didn't do this and he was hurt. Mm. So I'm betting on the fact that he's he's going to just I don't think he's going to be like a thousand yard receiver in Carolina. But I mean, but you're also who, betting on Kirk Cousins not getting any worse. No, he's in he's in Carolina. Oh, right. Dylan's not on the Vikings anymore. With our good friend, Frank Reich. Right. Right, right. Someone's got to catch a few balls out there, right? You would think so. That's Might as well be the yeah, guy I mean, that, that, all, that is a thousand yard uh, receiver almost every year. He, he was for a while. For a while, he was the great white hope at receiver until Cooper Cup took that over. And never, <laughs> right. never looked back. Right. <laughs> all right. Shall we move on to teams? I would love to. Sure. Matthew, I'm going first. For teams. So for uh, a team, a team total, let me find the exact number here. Um Team results. Sorry, guys. Do you uh, want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my first one is a division bet. I have okay. the Dallas Cowboys regular season division wins under three and a half. That's Ooh. plus 135. Okay. So to to basically split or worse in the division. I you know what? I love that bet because I I I'm as invested with no money on the line as you are with money on the line. Because of how much you hate the Cowboys? Oh, the Cowboys hatred. It just burns so deeply in my heart and soul. <laughs> as I've as I've pontificated about many, many times. Yeah. Oh, God, I just... There's few things in life that I dislike as much as the Cowboys. Yeah. Who could blame you? Hate them, hate them. Adam, do you have yours? Yeah, but I don't have the uh, odds again. Just, just, just do it. <laughs> All right. Most wins, I think... I think this one's pretty, pretty like this one's going to happen for sure. Uh, Eagles most wins easy. Ooh. Ooh. The NFC is just so bad and they're so much better than everyone else in the NFC that I think that they will buy, have the most wins by far. Yeah. Maybe not by far, but they'll have the most wins. So the Eagles are plus 500 to have the most wins in the league. And honestly, the only team with uh, in front of them is the Chiefs. I would bet the Eagles on that over the Chiefs because they are they're possibly a better team in totality now. And they play in the weaker conference, you know? Uh, Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. All right, I I have to uh, Adam uh, Matt. What's meat. your What's your Just go, just go. <laughs> Don't say it. Just go. <laughs> I know Matt, you're making this to a thing. Matt, what's your? <laughs> my God, Jesus Christ! That's <laughs> how I choose to spend my Sundays. Uh, <laughs> what's your What's your first team's bet? So I like as the 
where was it the to miss the playoffs we had the bears at minus 180 mm. uh there's a lot of hype on the bears especially here um because what else are people going to do right and other than slop it up yeah they play <laughs> they play in a weak division obviously in the weaker conference but i do think they are at very best the third best team in their division. Mm-hmm. I still think they're the worst team. I think they would have to win the division to get in, even with that third wild card spot. You're going to probably have the Niners and the Seahawks. You're going to have the winner of the uh, NFC East plus another team there, potentially two. So if the Bears don't win their division, I don't see their path to making the playoffs. So minus 180 to see them miss the playoffs. I think that's Warren Buffett level safe right there. Lock it in. Yeah, I think you're safe, too. Something crazy would have to happen for them to. They'll be, be improved. Better than the Packers and the. Yeah, well, they'll be know. improved, I, you know, but I, I just I yeah. don't see it. All right. Well, my next one is also a, uh, a, a placing bet placing to, to finish Indianapolis Colts to finish third in the AFC South. Oh, okay. plus 200. So, so they they just have to not lose to the Texans, really. Exactly. And that was exactly <laughs> my thinking. Yeah. They should be better. I mean, there's a chance Anthony Richardson ends up being good in his first year, good enough at least. And maybe they're sort of exciting to watch because he's exciting. Um, you know, obviously somebody's got to win those games between the Colts and the Texans, but I think that it's more likely that the Texans finish last. And obviously the Colts are not going to be as good as the Titans or the Jags. So yeah, third. Yeah. Seems I like mean, the perfect spot for them. I don't, excuse me. I don't dislike that at all. I do think, um, I think they're the third best team in the division, yep. you know? So yeah, two plus two equals plus 200, a win when they finish in third place. That's right. Your next one. Now, this is one that I really went back and forth with, right? Because I think there's, how do you find the best value on this particular prop, which is fewest regular season wins? Mm. There is a big difference between the Cardinals and the Texans. The Cardinals are plus 200 to have the fewest wins. The Texans are plus 850. Now, I do think the Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL. Yes. But are they that much worse than the Texans that they're going to would you sacrifice that 650 difference to bet on the Cardinals over the Texans for fewest wins? I'm not a mathematician. I can't calculate how much value to. is actually there. Yeah. But I think I got to go with the safer bet Cardinals plus 200 for the fewest wins. The rumor is they're tanking, even though NFL teams don't tank. Yeah. But um, Kyler Murray, as we've discussed, Call of Duty comes out in November. Yep. He may not come back anyway. Um, Who loses more games than them? I don't think anybody. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, all right, here's my last one, and then we can we can uh, move on. Uh, you're gonna love this one, Maddie. Cowboys to miss the playoffs. Ooh, plus one ninety five. Plus one ninety five. Okay. 
Are they better than the Giants? Probably. You think? Unfortunately. Interesting. Yeah, I just... Uh, they have a worse coach, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, I, a fatter coach. Worse, fatter, uglier coach. Which does scare me a bit, though, right? Good, good like, point. Good point. The better shape Dayball gets in, the less I believe in this team. Right. Right? Because he's not focused on the Giants. He's focused on his health. And that and what if Daniel, great coaches are never focused on their health. No, you can't be. You yeah. can't be. Was, did Bill Parcells care what he put into his body? No. Has in Andy Reid ever turned down a drive through? Nope. Exactly. Nope. And these are, you know, two of the they're on our Mount Rushmore. Right. So I don't know. Mike McCarthy in worse shape than Brian Dayball and Dak is better than Daniel Jones. I don't know, Mike. I we might my heart is with you, but I just I, I can't pull the trigger. I can't push the green <laughs> button. All right, fair enough. I'll go it alone. That's fine with me. And then uh, the over-under on the amount of time that Adam is going to spend cooking this pho <laughs> for the rest of this podcast. I'm going to set it eight and a half minutes, and I'm going to hope for the under. We might Hopefully. not see him again. Maybe it boiled over. How do you cook pho? I don't even really know. I've never oh, made it. I don't know, nor will I ever try. Um, All right. So we'll wait till he gets back to go into our SFB, right? That's right. So I think yeah. it's perfect the perfect time for a quick break. Um, Sounds coming good. Up next on Sports Group, stick around. Don't go anywhere because we're going to bring back Suck, Fuck, or Bluck NFL Edition. A real fan tuned. favorite. That's right. All right. We're back on Sports Group. Adam still well, tending to Not his all foe. of us are back. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and I are back, and Adam will be joining us at some point. Um, doo, doo, this is doo, what happens, doo. man. We switch over to Sundays so we can cover football, and you know, people are people are doing chores, they're cooking, and you know, this is just going to be life for, I guess, until football the next season's over. Twenty yeah. minutes at least. It le- definitely the next twenty minutes. All right. So before we do suck fucker block, um, let's get into our most interesting storylines for the season. Um, you want to go first here, Maddie? Yes. So um, the most interesting storyline to me is obviously Rodgers on the Jets. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to leave that one for uh, somebody else, maybe. To me, I like the Jags. They're my favorite team right now in terms of their ascension they're not elite they ended the year on a crazy run they had that huge comeback in the playoffs they're very interesting so can the jags become elite they're going to win their division i think that goes without saying but are they going to be able to hang with the Bengals? are they going to be able to hang with the chiefs they they're not there yet but is this the year they take the jump and then to piggyback off that what is going to happen to the Chiefs? Because Mahomes has literally one guy, one mm-hmm. reliable guy to throw the ball to. There's never been an elite quarterback who has done more with less than what Mahomes has this year. Kelsey's elite, but everybody else is not a wide receiver one on any other team, pretty much. They have no no wide receiver one. Their running backs are a mess. So can Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes pull it together this year to win the division again for what the sixth straight year? 
Something like that. I mean, the other thing with Kelsey, and I think I said this on the over unders pod, but like at some point he's going to start breaking down. He's he's, he's 34. His, yeah, right. And he's uh, he's a tight end, man. I mean, like those guys are not just running out and catching passes and getting hit. They're also blocking defensive ends. <laughs> They're blocking linebackers like there's so much more contact at that position than there is for, you know, a wide receiver. And I think that is I don't know if it's slept on by like everybody that that follows football is like, like I don't think football fans completely forget about that. But at some point he's got he can't be as he can't be the a, a top flight receiver in the league. Basically, uh, I like I said in the AFC over uh, over unders, I think this is his last season at his peak. And then he kind of starts to slide because he's going to be the option this year, man. I mean, Mahomes he's be probably taking the most. Yeah, he's probably taking more hits. This if we could bet, uh, if there we could find the total, will Travis Kelsey be hit more this year yeah. than ever before? I would, would say it. yes. He, right, he will. I agree. How's the pho, Adam? How's it going? Really great. We've taken the oxtail meat off of the bone. Great. All right. So my most interesting, interesting storyline of the season uh, is also a Jag storyline, Matt. Ooh, but it's not the same one as yours. Do you know that the Jags are playing two games in London this year? Ooh, okay. And do you know that they're playing them back-to-back weeks? Interesting. Okay. So they're going to just—they're just going to stay in London for two weeks. So, how do we fast track moving the Jags to London? Because I have to imagine—I mean, this has been kind of like a. There's been a whisper of this for a long time. Obviously, I believe the cons are both are English. Are they not? Isn't Shad Khan an English businessman? He might be. I, Tony isn't, but uh, the dad is. Yeah, um, I think that they are the perfect team to be moved because Jacksonville. I mean, if you lose the Jacksonville market, is that the end of the NFL? Like, <laughs> it's not really yes, the biggest yes. deal. Uh, it is. No, they have two teams in Florida anyway. Go be a Buccaneers. And plus they got college football, which they definitely care more about the Gators than the Jaguars. 1000%. The Gators are in Jacksonville? Gainesville. But that's inland the way that uh, it's I think it's closer to Jacksonville than definitely Miami. I don't know much about where it is in Florida, but I know it's in Florida. And I know everybody (laughs) in Florida loves them some Gators, whether they're wrestling Gators, eating Gators or rooting for the Gators. They love them some Gators. Right. So I, I think that during this stretch of them being in England, this is going to be a story that gets or, or a talking point that gets talked about a little bit more because the NFL obviously has its its eyes on on Europe um, and it makes sense. It's an untapped market. They might be able to make some money by br- moving a team over there. And the Jaguars would be the team that we wouldn't miss if they went. So and we know, honestly, we know now like England, you know, the United States was formed you know, we know how that happened, right? People left England, come here, form a country. But now it's kind of the reverse, right? Yeah. Where England is kind of copying the United States, right? Like we had the Kardashians and now they have the royal family, right? right. So we know they're kind of copying <laughs> what we do. So it would only make sense but, for them to have an NFL team now. Yeah. But would top talent want to relocate to London? Uh, I mean, does top talent want to relocate to Green Bay <laughs> or Minnesota or 
you know, Arizona. I don't know. London's a whole nother country. Yeah. I don't know. I man. just think, I think it's different. I, I, I mean, I agree that I think it probably would be harder to get players to willingly go over there. But I think the NFL, I think this is just something that's going to happen regardless. I think you're going to see it first with hockey. I think hockey first is going to be the first sport that has like a conference in Europe where it's like we have a Canada conference, we have the United States, then we have a team in like, you know, a team in Norway and a team in Germany and a team in like, mm-hmm. you know. And then teams could go out from the U.S. and just do a whole like European tour. They could schedule that kind of stuff so they could get enough games in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and then it's even not with that the- different than a West Coast swing now with like a team from right, LA, right. you know, even te- and then even with teams playing on multiple continents and half the world watching or being able to watch a regular season NFL game is still going to quadruple right. the Stanley Cup finals. Right. So this is the thing. If they're going to spend two weeks out in London anyway, that's I believe I believe that's two of their home games in London already. Yeah. So why not have the other five? In London, or however many six or whatever. What's the point? What's the difference? Might as know. well. You can That's... play in Wembley Stadium. That'd be sick, right? Um, Adam, did you have one here? Most interesting storyline? No, actually, I I didn't get finished with that one. Okay, good. I went, Moving on. I went on the I went on the rant. I went on the Yankee rant. And good, was got that. it. All right. Out. So why don't we uh, do? What do we want to? Uh, do you want to go into suck, fuck, or block here, Matt? I think it's SFB time. All yep. right. The grand <laughs> return. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. So so lead us through this here, Matt. This is your suck, fuck, or block. That's right. So, you know, there's been much uh, debate about what does this segment even really mean? Like when you choose something to suck, is that good? Is that bad? What about you choose something to fuck? Is that good? Is that bad? Bluck? That's not even a word. What are you talking about? So we're going to hold your hands, uh, listeners, through this. Once and for all, we're going to make sense of it, okay? Okay. So what is your guy's team for suck? And when I say that, I mean, what team are you incredibly bored of? What team do you think is stupid? What team are you watching every week saying, I hope you fucking fail because I hate you? Who's your suck team this year? Got to pick one? Yep, only one. Only one team can suck. I didn't pick a suck team. I picked a suck person. Okay. That's fine. L- let us know. Who who do you think is your suck this year? Frank Reich? I think you suck. <laughs> Make the case. Not a friend of the show, Mr. Frank Reich. Adam, why does he suck? I feel like after how Carson Wentz turned out, it was so disappointing. And this is really, I, I, I've realized this today, that anyone associated with Carson Wentz is automatically an enemy in my book. They need to be excommunicated from the league. We got to get Frank Reich <laughs> out of here. You suck. <laughs> All right, uh, Mikey. My suck is the Pats. Let's okay. fucking get this over with. I hate Ooh. the Pats. Uh, they're the <laughs> team that I hate the most in sports. Uh, more than the Braves, more than the Dodgers, more than the Phillies. I hate them, hate them, hate them. And I cannot, I don't know if the Jets are going to win the division. They probably won't, knowing the Jets. But I cannot wait until 
the Belichick, this could be the last run with Belichick, possibly if they're bad, who knows? Um, I'm hoping for it. And post Belichick, this team is going to be a disaster. So let's get to it. I'm tired of the 22 years, this run that they've been on, the Pats, the most dominant franchise in the history of of, uh, the NFL. Let's get it over with. Let's get them in the dirt. Man, do I hate the (laughs) Patriots. They are my suck. They're your Cowboys, it sounds like. Hate them, hate them, hate them. Yeah, I mean, if I was a Jets fan, I would feel the same way. Um, So obviously, it would be very easy for me to go Cowboys here on my suck, uh, but that's lazy, all right? And I am a hard worker today. So my suck, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders, okay? They, They built this insane new stadium that looks like a fucking spaceship. Yep. Okay. They have an owner with quite possibly the worst haircut in all of sports ever. And they are the Raiders. Okay. They're one of the top brands in my mind in sports period. You know, they haven't put up any sort of result to back that up in 20 years. So that's why I'm just fucking bored of this team. All right. They don't even have like real controversies anymore. Well, I guess they do that. One of their players killed somebody. But um, by accident, though, by accident. Right. And then the Gruden emails and all this nonsense. And then you bring in a shitty coach. You get Garoppolo, who I like. But, you know, he pulls his groin off the field at least once a year. Uh, I'm just done with this team. I want them to blow it up, rebuild, make the Raiders great again. They are my suck. All right. Let's get into fuck. Yep. So that means the team you're most excited for, who you really want to root for, like outside of your team, right? So outside of the Jets, the Giants, and the Eagles, who do you really want to root for? Who's getting you hard? Adam? Who fucks? Well, once again, I picked an individual, but I do have a team that I'm rooting for. They're, you know, I had to sit around uh, and think about each team for several hours and see how hard I got. <laughs> And then I actually did this for some NHL teams, but then I got bored. But the guy that I am fucked about, <laughs> Cooper Cup. All Cooper. right. <laughs> what's what's got him fucking in your mind? Uh, well, you know, not many people remember this, but a couple years ago, he was on my fantasy team and I got him in a pretty good spot and he did me good. Uh, and you know, it was disappointing to see that his last season was kind of, you know, fucked around with by injuries. So I'm rooting for him to come back. I want him to do well. Uh, I want him to have a good year. Cooper Cup. You fuck! <laughs> All right. Solid Uh, case. Yeah, solid case. I had two, but I'm going to go with the more fun one. Um, In my mind, the team that fucks is the Bengals. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to root for them this year. Uh, I mean, the the only time I'm not going to root for them is when, when, if and when they're playing the Jets in the the playoffs. Um, I love Joe Burrow. Uh, I have loved him since college. I, I I mean, one of my bets that we didn't get to here, I had the uh, the um, Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl plus eleven hundred. Uh, I'm high on them. I think Chase is really good. Obviously, Burrow rocks. They're just they're fun to root for, man. And they're so much less annoying than Cleveland, which we've talked about. 
Uh, Cincinnati needs a win. It's another city that we don't talk about enough. It's just like, uh, what's going on over there? Nothing. <laughs> no, no wins uh, ever. I mean, not since with the big red machine, you know? So let's go Bengals. If it's not going to be the Jets, let it be the Bengals. Uh, I think they're going to be super fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Burrow, I remember when they put out that video of him coming out of the tunnel with Burrow with the E-A-U-X, like that Cajun style Creole spelling at LSU. I mean, yeah, he's a fucking winner. He's cool. He's like, he's just, he's who you hope your wife gets married to after you get divorced. That's yeah. that's how I think of Joe Burrow. thousand percent. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, so I was going to say for the fuck segment, uh, what team are you most excited for? I was going to say my fantasy team, but <laughs> um, our listeners don't know who's on that team. So that of doesn't course. really make much sense, yeah. does it? I was going to go big cock Brock and the Niners just to feud with Mikey a little bit again and continue to badger him about Kyle Shanahan. Then I was going to go the Jags, but I've talked about them ad nauseum already. So I'm going with the rival New York team, the Jets. I just watched the first episode of Hard Knocks finally like two days ago. Sala is fucking great. I wish yeah. he was my... I wish he was my uncle. Yeah. He, he just like, I wish when I was 15 years old, I had an uncle like him. Rod, he just, he's constantly cursing. They got BMF uh, painted on the walls at the facility. Roger's interactions with everybody are just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's great. Those moments with him and Lee Schreiber. This is the best season of Hard Knocks I think I've ever seen. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Jets to just fuck people this year. Yeah. Welcome, Matt. Absolutely. I wish the Jets were the Giants. I wish the Jets were the Giants. Yeah. And I've never I've never thought that once in my life. But I wish the Jets were the Giants. Listen, enjoy it, because I'm sure they'll have one good year in this run and then they'll have to blow it up again by 2025. So, well, absolutely. It's going to be. A hell of a ride when the Jets yeah. fucked this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to Bluck so we can get to our picks and get to our draft. So this is kind of a hot take category, right? Um, what player do you want to see just dive into a dumpster this year? What team do you want to see relegated to the XFL? Bluck is a team that makes you think, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> yeah, uh, once again, I'm just going to single out a single individual here. <laughs> uh, if I were to pick someone to block, <laughs> it's going to be Kirk Cousins. Kirk, right. You fucking block. You block. <laughs> the guy has already shown he's incapable of winning anything significant. He's got nothing to offer. So what's the point of watching him play at this point? There's just, <laughs> he, you know, he's not going anywhere great. Kirk Cousins, you block. You know who else blucks? Who's that? His alter ego, Dirk Blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> For my block this year, I'm also singling out one individual, and he's been Ooh. talked about quite a bit on this podcast already. You should all know, despite not being a Giants fan and hating this team, I am down 
on Dak Prescott. It's the year it mm. all falls apart. Dak Prescott, you blah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it falls apart for him, the team, everybody? Jerry Jones, has he finally succumbed to dementia? I mean, he you just know, traded for he just traded for Trey Lance. Yep. So that might be a and sign of his early on set. Yeah. I think so. This is this is Dak's contract year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm, yeah, yep, yep. we all know that Dak is is of the ilk of Kirk Cousins and those types of guys. Not a guy that handles pressure very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is the year where he kind of all falls apart. He becomes like an 81 in Madden next year. Um, he's like fine. Oh shit! You don't think that you don't think it's going to be that bad, do you, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what sparked this? And I'll say I'll say this quick so we can get to our picks and get out of here. Um, I listened to uh, uh audiobook of uh, Jeff Perlman's very good book, Boys Will Be Boys, which is about the, the Cowboys dynasty in the 90s. Um, a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine, a lot of prostitutes, a lot of violence. And uh, that's what hmm. Big D needs to be uh, victorious. They need that type of culture. They need to be animals. Um, and I don't I just don't get that from this team. Uh, like the Dallas Cowboys fell apart when Deion Sanders became a Christian, and uh, that's what's happening here. Your lead, <laughs> I'm serious. That's what happened. Deion Sanders had like this bad car accident and like became like a man of faith, and then that was it. That was like uh, the end of Barry Switzer. They hired, um, I forget who they hired after Switzer, but he lasted like two years, and ever since then it's been all downhill for for Dallas. So they can't have their leader be this, you know, be Christian loving mattress firm salesman, uh, Dak Prescott. They need like a guy that smokes crack um, in a hotel room with prostitutes. Otherwise, they'll never return to glory. And that's just how I feel Hmm. about it. It's a solid case for why they scientific. (laughs) All right. So my this season is. I mean, this was a tough one for me to pick because I love the coach, but not the quarterback. The Denver Broncos, but more specifically Russell Wilson. I want to see him get benched (laughs) and have Jarrett Stidham out there on the field. Let's get uh, Mr. Broncos ride out of there and get Jarrett Stidham in there. Russell Wilson, love it. You guys want to see uh, Trey Lance start? No, I wouldn't mind it. I don't particularly care. Anything associated with the Niners, I'm not into. No. In any case, uh, let's get our picks out of here. This is our, our first uh, ever uh, weekly pick for Sports Group. We're going to yeah, pick a so Thursday. So for our listeners, we live in uh, three of the better uh, food places in the entire world. Well, at Adam, uh, by being proximity to L.A., right? So we've got New York, Chicago, and California. We've made a contest where the two losers have to pay for the winner to go out to a nice, fancy chef's degustation dinner, <laughs> right? So the way this contest works It's five picks every week. We've got the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game, as well as our sports group selected game of the week Mm. in the early and late window on Sunday afternoon. So our first game is the season opener, Detroit Lions at the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs are the 
biting coach Lions going to be able to defeat the cheeseburger munching coached Chiefs in week one? Will they be able to cover the six and a half point spread? What do you guys think? Are you going Chiefs minus six and a half or Lions plus six and a half? I got the Chiefs. I think I don't think that the I mean, I, I'm high on the Lions for the most part, but I'm not much faith against the Chiefs at in Arrowhead. Adam, how you feeling? I got the Lions. I think that it's going to be a close game. Uh, week one is the week, you know, there's always surprises. Week one, teams that are supposed to be good aren't as good as they will be later on in the season. So I think the Lions have what it takes to make it a close game that I still think the Chiefs will win, but I'm taking the Lions. All right. I'm going Chiefs as well. I'm with you, Mikey. I think uh, them to win opening night by a touchdown or more. Uh, I'm not, you know, wouldn't uh, bet my life on it if my family was tied up and in a hole in the woods somewhere. (laughs) But I am going with the Chiefs. Next, we've got the 49ers at the Steelers. 49ers are minus two and a half point favorites. I'll start this one off to keep it fair. I'm going Niners to beat the Steelers by Mm. a field goal. That's all I'll say. Well, I think I'm the go- Steelers... Go ahead, Adam. I'm going Steelers in this one. I think they're going to win outright. I think the Ooh. Niners... They're they are probably going to be a pretty good team this year, but, you know, Big Dick Rick or whatever his fucking name is over there. The uh, yeah, yeah, Big <laughs> Cock Brock. Um, you, he's still a wild card. He could be trash this year. All right. I'm taking the Steelers to win outright also. All right. So we are in opposition. And now we've got the four o'clock window, East Coast, one o'clock, West Coast. Dolphins at the Chargers, Adam's adopted team. And that's the Chargers minus three favorites. Adam, who are you going with? I'm taking the Chargers in this one. Um, I think the Dolphins... They could be, a, they're definitely going to be sloppy. They're going to have some slop to them at some point. And the beginning of the season, we're going to see a lot of slop just dripping down the Dolphins. Um, so, yeah. And, and the Chargers, they always pull out some, some, you know, they get off to a lot of exciting starts. So I'm going Chargers minus three. All right. I am going to go with the Dolphins plus three. Um, hopefully Tua waits till the fourth quarter to get his first concussion this year. Um, and if he does that, I think the Dolphins have enough firepower to win this game. Uh, or if not win, lose by three or less. I agree. The Dolphins definitely cover. I actually think they'll win outright. This to me Ooh. has the all the makings of a Chargers, uh, you know, 610 East Coast just fucking blow it. Mm. Uh, written all over it. This is like a this is like a one point win win by the Dolphins, and, and they do it in the last like minute and a half of the game, and the Chargers fans go, "Oh no, not again!" <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got at the Sunday night opener the much hated Dallas Cowboys, not America's team, at the New York Giants, and the Cowboys are minus three and a half point favorites. I will start us off here. This is a homer pick. It truly is. But I'm going with the Giants plus three and a half. Why? Because I want to see it happen. I also think the Giants are going to win this one. Um, 
The Cowboys could cover. It might be a three-point win by the Giants, but uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to put it on the table and say that the Giants win it outright. Adam? I'm going to say the Cowboys. Ooh. So the Cowboys yeah. to win by four or more from Adam. So, it, so I think it's the, I think they're getting a lot of a, a little too much hate. They are in, in in this in this group. I think I do agree. I do hate the Cowboys also, but I think we're we're hating them so much that they're get we're making them out to be a worse scene than they are. And I think are the we Giants, acting? It's the opposite irrational. of the Giants. Yeah, there's a lot of irrationality going on, and it's <laughs> disgusting. If I'm going to be honest, fat ugly coach. That All right. ugly coach. And we've All got right. our other New York team because the Bills, that's not really New York. That's a Canadian football team. Yeah. We've got the Monday night opener. I was I was <laughs> disappointed there were not two Monday night games to they usually do that. I was disappointed they didn't. Um we've got the yeah. Bills at the Jets, and the Bills are road favorites to win by a field goal or more at minus two and a half. Mikey, we'll let you start it. I'm taking the Jets. Mm. Does that have anything to do with the fact that you really hope they win? I think the Jets are at least... The Bills aren't more than a field goal better than the Jets at home, I don't think. In my... Like, the Jets are road dogs, and they're like, oh, there's all this hype about the Jets. I don't know. You mean home dogs, yeah, but... Home yeah, dogs, yeah. my bad. Excuse yeah. Me. No, I, I feel you. I, uh, I'm going with the Jets as well to uh, not necessarily shock the world, but to shock the conference and shock some of the the, the hating ass pundits. Yeah. All right. Wow. Aaron Rodgers. Matt, Garrett you're, you're shocking my family right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner's age together is still younger than Aaron Rodgers. OK, old man Rodgers on a peyote trip is going to lead this team to a week one win at home against the bills i guess me and you can't agree on anything maddie because i'm going with the bills in this one i think again jets it's a brand new team they're not going to come out looking great week one and anyone who thinks that is fucking delusional so, Mikey, we're irrational Bills. and delusional, according to San Diego's number one home chef, Adam Foster. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're going to see what happens. That's it for we'll our We'll see picks. what happens when, if I win this contest, I don't want you to pay for my dinner, Adam. I just want you to cook it for me, okay? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Drama. Uh, all right. Well, we got. we literally have to wrap it up. We have three minutes until our fantasy draft. Uh, and I've got to, the third pick. Oh, my God. To tease next week, we'll let you know how we do. I'm sure you all care. Um, but Absolutely. Uh, for, for now, we're going to put this down. Um, happy football season, everybody. It starts in just a couple days. It's very exciting stuff. Finally, something to talk about again. The most um, exciting. And we'll see you next week uh, when all the madness starts. Until then, keep watching sports.